This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Supreme Court maintains pandemic asylum limits. New York Republican congressman under pressure to resign. And judge rejects request to sanction Carrie Lake over groundless lawsuit. It's Wednesday, December 28. I'm Anthony Davis. The Supreme Court is keeping pandemic-era limits on asylum in place for now, dashing the hopes of migrants who've been fleeing violence and inequality in Latin America and elsewhere to reach the United States. Tuesday's ruling preserves a major Trump-era policy that was scheduled to expire under a judge's order on December 21st. The case will be argued in February, and a stay imposed last week by Chief Justice John Roberts will remain in place until the justices make a decision. The limits, often known as Title 42 in reference to a 1944 public health law, were put in place under the former disgraced President Donald Trump at the beginning of the pandemic. Officials have expelled asylum seekers inside the United States 2.5 million times on grounds of preventing the spread of COVID-19. Immigration advocates sued to end the policy, saying it goes against American and international obligations to people fleeing to the US to escape persecution. They've also argued that the policy is outdated as coronavirus treatments improve. The Supreme Court's 5-4 decision comes as thousands of migrants have gathered on the Mexican side of the border, filling shelters and worrying advocates who are scrambling to figure out how to care for them. The Supreme Court's decision said that the court will review the issue of whether the states have the right to intervene in the legal fight over Title 42. Both the federal government and immigration advocates have argued that the states waited too long to intervene. The New York Republican congressman-elect George Santos, at the center of a storm over his apparent fabricated resume, has admitted he lied about his job experience and college education during his successful U.S. House campaign. Santos first ran for Congress in 2020. In November this year, he was elected to represent parts of northern Long Island and northeast Queens. His exaggerations were first identified by the New York Times, which questioned claims including that he had worked at two prominent Wall Street banks, had obtained degrees in finance and economics from two New York colleges, and that he was Jewish, and that four employees of his company were killed in the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida in June 2016. On Monday, Santos told the New York Post, My sins here are embellishing my resume and I'm sorry. He acknowledged he didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. I'm embarrassed and sorry for having embellished my resume. I own up to that. 
we do stupid things in life, he said. Democrats, including the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, have suggested Santos is unfit to sit in Congress. Some have called for him to resign his seat before even taking it. Santos said he worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Neither company could find relevant records. Santos told The Post he never worked directly for either firm and had used a poor choice of words. He said Linkbridge, an investment company where he was vice president, did do business with both. The Times also uncovered Brazilian court records, showing Santos was once charged with fraud for using a stolen checkbook. Another news outlet, the Jewish-American site The Forward, questioned a claim on Santos's website that his grandparents fled Jewish persecution in Ukraine, settled in Belgium, and again fled persecution during the Second World War. Santos said, I never claimed to be Jewish. I am Catholic. Because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background, I said I was Jewish. The Daily Beast has reported that Santos, who is identified as gay, was divorced from a woman in September 2019. In November, Santos defeated Democrat Robert Zimmerman to win election to Congress. On Tuesday, Zimmerman called on Santos to resign and face him in a special election. An Arizona judge on Tuesday rejected Democrat Governor-elect Katie Hobbs's request to sanction defeated Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake over her failed effort to overturn the state's election results. Lake had filed a lawsuit alleging voter fraud and challenging the counting and certification of the November electoral contest in a bid to be declared the winner despite a lack of evidence. The suit was rejected by the Superior Court in Maricopa County on Saturday. On Monday, Hobbs and Maricopa County Deputy Attorney asked the court to sanction Lake and her attorneys, alleging that Lake had filed a groundless lawsuit for a frivolous pursuit. Sanctions are usually in the form of a financial penalty imposed by a judge for violation of a court rule or misconduct. Hobbs had asked the court to award her over $600,000 to compensate for fees and expenses accrued in defending against Lake's lawsuit. Lake, a former television news anchor, was one of the most high-profile Republican candidates in the midterm elections to embrace the former disgraced President Donald Trump's false claims of voter fraud in 2020. She lost the governor's race to Hobbs but refused to concede and continued making unsubstantiated claims about election improprieties. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. When 
you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.